This is the weekly sales meeting for March 3rd, 2024. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic, watch your language. The English language is full of nuances, subtleties, subcontext, and intricacy. If used properly, it can be a source of conversational control and dominance. When abused, it can put the user in a subservient role. In selling, it is important for us to use these tools to our advantage. To use them effectively, we need to master their implementation. Case, voice, and mood all contribute to how we are perceived by our conversation partners. Sentence type and structure can dictate the outcome. The method of delivery will determine the type of reception we get, and the specific words used can turn a designed, powerful conversation into a situation where we are begging for a positive outcome. Now, don't you wish you paid more attention to those intricacies in Mrs. Spellman's ninth grade English class? In many Romance languages, you know the ones with Latin roots, cases are explicit. Specific words mark the noun's role as a subject, object, or possessive. In English, we lack a robust case system. In short, the English language is an oddity. Understanding case usage enhances clarity, it dictates word order, and it aids in distinguishing between who is doing the action versus who is receiving it. In the legal profession, the precise use of cases helps articulate arguments. It establishes the foundation for legal reasoning. In selling, we are led to believe we are immune to the laws of language usage. Voice determines the relation between the participants in your events. Active voice is a command performance. Passive voice relegates you and your offerings to second fiddle. The middle voice declares zero hierarchy. The speed of response is often dictated by the voice. Active voice emphasizes the doer, making sentences direct and concise. In contrast, passive voice shifts the focus to the recipient of the action, sometimes obscuring the doer. Mastering voice adds nuance and versatility to effective communication. Active voice provides clarity and impact and can be especially persuasive. The passive voice allows for what it describes. Mood refers to the expression of the speaker's attitude. It is the total emotional tone conveyed through the use of language. In English, there are three primary ones, indicative, imperative, and subjunctive. The indicative mood states facts and opinions. The imperative conveys commands. And subjunctive expresses hypotheticals. The choice of mood influences the tone and intent of communication. Use indicative for straightforward information. Use imperative for directives. And use subjunctive for hypotheticals. Skillful manipulation of mood enhances the emotional impact of communication. This allows for nuanced expression and precise interactions. This mastery adds depth and subtlety to your linguistic landscape. Sentence construction and structure also play a role in effective communication. A declarative sentence serves as a straightforward construct. It is designed to convey information or express an opinion. Its primary purpose is to declare or assert something. Declarative sentences form the backbone of clear, concise communication. Meanwhile, an interrogative sentence poses questions and seeks information. It prompts a response. The use of question words like who, what, when, where, why, and how enhances the interrogative nature. Interrogative sentences serve as a key tool for interactive communication. 
Exclamatory sentences are designed for expressing strong emotions or emphatic declarations. Characterized by an exclamation point at the end, it denotes excitement, surprise, joy, or urgency. These sentences can begin with an interjection. The imperative sentence serves as a tool for issuing commands, instructions, or requests. These sentences can begin with the base form of a verb, and the implied subject is you. Their concise and direct nature facilitate clarity. It makes them indispensable and persuasive communication. Learning to harness the types of sentences you create helps you master the art of communication, either written or verbal. Rita Mae Brown is an American feminist writer. She was active in a number of civil rights campaigns. She wrote, language exerts hidden power like a moon on the tides. Moving from sentence construction to delivery is next on our list. Here, our voice is our implement. Tone and inflection become key. The tone is an emotional quality of expression. It influences the reception of words spoken or written. It goes beyond the literal meaning of words. Tone conveys attitude, mood, or intent. Whether it is formal, informal, serious, playful, or emphatic, tone shapes the feel of a piece. It dictates how information is presented. It affects engagement and comprehension. Mastering tone is crucial for effective communication. A well-crafted tone enhances the impact of the content. As Dale Carnegie taught us, the right tone of voice can make others see things from your perspective, even if they disagree. Your tone is not to be confused with inflection. In English, inflection is evident in the rising and falling intonation of sentences. This is done to show a difference between questions and statements. This linguistic shift can state grammatical variations in words. The opposite is also true. Lack of tonal change can leave us sounding like Ben Stein as the teacher in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But abuse can place the emphasis on the wrong syllable. If the Beatles had sung, I want to hold your hand, With a question mark, it could have stopped the second British invasion. If they had placed an upward lilt on the word hand, they might not have the throngs of teenage girls chasing after them. This subtle twist of language is approval-seeking behavior. It changes your role in the conversation from that of an expert to that of a novice. And as we have established, never cede control of the marketing conversation to a novice. While you are mastering the subtlety and nuances of the English language, it is okay to bring along a hammer. Some are tone-deaf in interpretation. You can combat this by bringing along the power words to make it happen. This does not mean finding a seven-syllable word for something that calls for a two-syllable word. I am guilty of doing this early in my career. Using words more complicated than the current situation is a sign of weakness. Rather than displaying strength, it says, I want to dominate you in this exchange. It is an effort to call attention to you, not spotlight your prospect. Strive to make your communication simple, not complex. It is then understood by more people. Kofi Annan was the seventh Secretary General of the United Nations. He served from 1997 to 2006. Annan and the UN were the co-recipients of the 2001 Nobel Peace Prize. He said the most beautiful thing about language is that you can use it to understand yourself and others. I doubt he was referencing English as that beautiful language. While making it simple, use power words. When you use words like innovate, transform, inspire, or unleash, you get people's attention. Elevate, pioneer, and triumph have a similar impact. In sales, words like exclusive, limited, and guaranteed all stand out from the crowd. New, proven, and easy are words that pop the antenna of most people. 
And there is the biggest sales word of all, free. That seems to get attention. Use the power words in your presentations. In incorporating this power, don't cede control of the conversation by being unsure of yourself. Don't bury the lead. Be direct and specific about what you want. Mr. or Mrs. Advertiser, to elevate your market position, use this exclusive offer proven to get the results you desire. Not, you wouldn't want to buy this, would you? That is one I heard from a 30-year veteran one fine afternoon in Columbia, South Carolina. Another thing to consider is how fast or slow you speak. John Moschetta Jr. has the nickname of Motormouth. He is an American actor, singer, and spokesman. He was the fast-talking guy from those FedEx commercials. Until 1990, he was designated as the world's fastest talker in the Guinness Book of World Records. That record was 586 words per minute. Yet, effective communication allows the conversation to breathe. The speed of delivery doesn't equal the rate of comprehension. Best to slow down. Better to speak slower to make sure your words and phrases are digested rather than speed through these words on your way to the finish line. While you're at it, watch your pacing. Be sure your communication partner is along for the ride. If there is silence, let it be there. Don't rush to fill the void with more words. Talking nonstop sends a clear signal and it's not a good one. It says the only person important in this conversation is me. Not a good way to build trust with your customers. Conversations are two-way exchanges. Let them operate as such. Listen to what others are saying and comprehend before responding. Set a tone and a pace that match the intended outcome. Benjamin Lee Wharf was an American linguist. By trade, he was a fire prevention engineer. His claim to fame was proposing the Sapper-Whorf hypothesis. He believed the structures of different languages shaped how their speakers perceive and conceptualize the world. He said language shapes the way we think and determines what we can think about. Shaping the way we think is one thing, but our external communication shapes the way others think about us. When we can craft our message and harness the subtleties of the communication form, we can achieve greater success. It starts with understanding the tools we have at our disposal. Mastering language choices is a journey beyond mere vocabulary and grammar. It involves understanding nuances. It is the art of effective expression. It is considering the cultural context. This skill extends beyond correctness to eloquence. It means using words with precision for specific impact. It requires an appreciation for the elements like inflection and tone. One way to improve your ability to communicate is reading, but reading a wide variety of styles. It will enhance linguistic dexterity. Cultivating an extensive vocabulary and grasping the colorful expressions contribute to linguistic flair. Beyond words, mastering language involves active listening. It involves fostering effective communication. It is a continual process of refinement. Your language will become a versatile instrument for articulating thoughts. It is one that will help you deal with emotions. Language gives your ideas clarity and resonance. Use power words to create power presentations. Use the intricacies of your language to influence the outcome of your conversations. It is not a win-lose scenario you are setting up. It is one of collaboration. It is one where you are helping your customers and prospects solve problems. At times, that will take convincing them you have a powerful solution. That is only credible if they believe you are a reliable and trustworthy source. This starts with the language used. It continues in the nature of the delivery. Confidence and clarity are important. You should be active, use imperatives, take command, and give a command performance. Not only should you watch your language, you should master it to become a better communicator.
My new book, 52 Weekly Sales Meetings, is now available on Amazon.com. If you like what you have heard here today, please consider ordering a copy or two. You can always send one to a friend. Go to cdmediaconsulting.com right now and follow the instructions to order.